Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa Shea. Welcome to my podcast, Shaycation, Living the Abundant Life, where we will encourage and empower each other to live the full life in Christ. You know, life with God is a trip. What we believe about his goodness determines how great of a trip your life can be. Join me on my Shaycation and let's have a blast on this trip with God that we call life. Hi, everybody. I hope you are doing well. I am excited about today's podcast. Uh, As I'm recording this, we are in, I think, week eight of a stay-at-home order due to COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus. And uh, we all around the world have been affected by this And I know there's been a lot of conversation about it. We can't even turn on the news anymore. That's all everyone is talking about. But it is a serious uh, illness, and it's something that we should really be uh, cautious about, making sure that um, we don't spread it, uh, making sure that we don't catch it, and just, you know, staying indoors, staying inside, uh, limiting the the crowds uh, so that we can just protect one another. Um, And... Because of this eight-week stay-at-home order, I was looking in the mirror, as many ladies do, (laughs) daily, sometimes too much, and I was like, oh my gosh, my roots are showing. Um, The good thing about um, all of us being, uh, you know, going through this same situation together is that everyone's roots are showing. So... You know, unless you're a hairstylist and you're able to do your own hair, um, the rest of us are looking pretty, um, pretty funny. But it just made me think. And okay, guys, if you're listening to this, don't tune out. Maybe I'll title this, um, Your Roots Are Showing and Oh, You Have a Man Bun Now. Um, because this does pertain to everyone, not just women. But I was, as I was looking at myself in the mirror, and then I was also on some Zoom calls, and um, and my husband was like, "Do you think maybe your hairstylist, you know, would want to cheat and come over?" I'm like, "That's not a very loving thing to say to point out my roots." But as I was talking about this, and as I said, "Oh, my roots are showing," it just reminded me that in times of pressure, when we are in a time or a season where we are under pressure, root issues get brought to the surface. And I thought, wow, God, this is a time where you are using this. God did not cause the coronavirus or COVID-19. He did not. Um, But wow, you will use this time to bring things to the surface that you want to deal with. And I thought, wow, okay, so my roots are showing. Many of your roots are showing. What in this season is being revealed to you about yourself and about your heart that God wants to deal with out of his love and compassion and mercy for you? Because as believers in Jesus Christ, we have in our DNA a desire to be more like Jesus. And in order to be more like Jesus, we go through a sanctification process. It is not an instantaneous, you receive Jesus in your heart as your Lord and Savior, and then boom, you're perfect like Jesus. It doesn't work that way. We come into a personal relationship with Jesus, 
And then there are things, yes, we can be instantly delivered, instantly healed of things. God certainly can do miracles, signs, and wonders. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. But generally speaking, there are things that we do need to walk out with God over a time frame, sometimes our whole lives, that he is working out in us so that we can go from glory to glory. But I was thinking about the scripture from Proverbs 4.23 that says, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. I think a lot of times when we think about, well, guard your heart, you're thinking, and I know I have thought this in the past, protect your heart. Protect your heart from other people. Protect your heart from being hurt. Protect yourself. And that's not necessarily what it means. To guard your heart means to examine your heart. It means to, yes, to protect your heart, but not from the necessarily future hurt and pain from other people, because let's face it, we live in a sin-cursed world and we are going to be hurt and affected negatively by other people. But to guard your heart is, to me, also cultivating your heart. Protecting it if it does get hurt, that you will protect it from unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment and hatred, which then also can turn into hopelessness, depression, despair. So a lot of times we think, I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to guard myself. I'm not going to get too close to people. I'm not going to trust anyone. Now, we need wisdom and discernment, of course. But there are people who walk around their whole life just not wanting to connect, not wanting to be vulnerable because they fear being hurt. And in putting up those guards around their heart, they're actually hurting themselves. And it also doesn't honor the death that Jesus died because you're not living in the freedom he died to give you. So we are to forgive other people. We are to release them. We are to walk in spiritual wholeness and be spiritually and emotionally and physically healthy. And, you know, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Um, a crushed spirit dries up the bones. So when the enemy comes at us to try to hurt us, harm us, steal, kill, and destroy something uh, in us or from us, we really need to guard our heart, yes, from the attack, but the proper way to guard your heart is forgiveness and then allowing Jesus to heal any wounds that you may have. Why? Because if you don't walk in forgiveness, then you are bitter, you're resentful, and that is what seeps out when you talk to other people. You ever notice the people who are just miserable or grumpy all the time, or they have that uh, just a look of, no joy. They, they lack joy in their expression, no matter what's happening in their life. Even if it's something great, they're just, there's just a heaviness about them. And, you know, Jesus died to give us an abundant life. It's what it says in John 10, 10. And so what does it mean 
that your roots are showing. God will allow a situation such as maybe you feel trapped in your home with way too many family members and you don't really get along with them or you're stuck with their sibling and you know, you're under the same roof 24 seven. You can't go to the gym to work out. And you know, maybe it's a relationship with a spouse or a parent. What, what is it? Maybe it's, it's the, the truth or the reality that you've lost your job and you are fearful and angry at whomever because you don't know. And these are legitimate feelings. They're legitimate feelings. But are your roots showing? Are, is God bringing to the surface fear? Is he bringing to the surface unforgiveness? Is he bringing to the surface um, worry, anxiety? Is he bringing to the surface hopelessness? What is it that he is bringing into the light for you to see when you look in the mirror that he's saying, I love you so much. It's time for you to deal with these issues. You know, what I say in my book, How to Wait Well, 30 Ways to Experience God, and I'll have the link in the show notes. You can get that on Amazon, is how we handle any situation in our life is in direct relation to who we believe God really is. It is so important if we are truly going to profess that Jesus is our Lord and Savior and that we are a follower and a disciple of Jesus, that we walk in the truths and the promises of that. And we also need to walk in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which we have access to, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. We can walk through our life like that. So then it draws other people unto Jesus because they look at us and they say, wow, they look different. They, they're different. There's something different about them. Wow, they just went through that very painful situation. Um, and wow, they're handling it with such grace. I know that was awful for them, or I know that was difficult or painful for them, but wow, the, the grace and the strength that they're walking through really made an impact. Is that how we're representing Jesus? Is that how we're representing our faith? So I just want to take some time and talk to you about our roots showing or your hair, like letting it grow. Uh, this is for the guys, the man bun. Um, you know, 1 Peter 3, 5 through 8 says, Stay alert, watch out. For your great enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The enemy wants you to hide your roots. Wants you to put on a baseball cap. Wants you to hurry up and get the box die <laughs> and, and cover up your root issues. The addiction. The gossip the pride, like I said, the anxiety, the fear, all of those things. The enemy wants you to just hide those things. 
and God sees them anyway. Whether you see them or not, God sees them. So again, ask the Lord, and when we ask God for wisdom, he will give it to us. Ask the Holy Spirit, who is the counselor, who is the helper, who is the one who comforts us, to tell you what root issues, what am I struggling with? Reveal to me what you want to remove from my life. What do you want, God, to heal, deliver, um, restore in my life? What is it? You know, he is such a gracious God. He will answer that prayer because you are seeking the freedom Jesus died to give you. You are seeking wholeness. You are seeking healing. You're seeking deliverance. And, you know, that is a huge thing. Stop covering up your roots. Um, you know, I like to say like, oh, I remind my hair that it's blonde about every five weeks. And now that we're in like week eight or whatever, I'm, I'm not able to do that. And you know what? That's okay. That is okay. It, it is what it is. Here's the truth. Here's my authentic self. Here's my real funky hair color, which is sort of a, I don't know what brown, gray, blonde mix of blah. But I know that when I allow God to reveal himself to me and show me what he wants to do in my life it's not to harm me or hurt me or make me feel bad about myself it is because he is so passionately in love with me as he is with you that he wants what's best for us so ask him what root issue are you showing me that you want to deal with because you may not realize it and here's a little truth bomb you may think you're really good. You may think, you're, oh, I've forgiven this person, or I'm not bitter about that, or I don't talk about people, or I'm not prideful. You may not see it, but others do. Now, we may have some really good friends that will point blank tell you, like, hey, your roots are showing, but maybe not. Like when my husband said to me, I wonder if your hairstylist would cheat and sneak over and fix your hair from six feet apart. <laughs> you know, we need to have people in our lives who will speak the truth in love to us. That's scripture. Speak the truth in love. So if you have um, enormous roots and you say, how do I look? How, how does my hair look? And someone's like, it's never looked better. It's fantastic. You know, you don't want to have people like that in your life. You want people who will be totally, totally honest with you and say, you're beautiful, but I could see that maybe you should go natural. Maybe you should stop coloring your hair. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I love what Jesus says in Mark 7, 14 through 15 and 21 through 23 in the New Living Testament. He talks about having a heart problem. It says, then Jesus called to the crowd to come and hear. And he said, all of you listen, he said, and try to understand. It's not what goes into your body that defiles you. You're defiled by what comes from your heart. For from within, out of a person's heart comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these vile things come from within. They are what defile you. These are root issues. 
the root issues. And Jesus is telling the crowd to be careful of what comes from your heart. That is why, back to Proverbs 4, 23, we guard our heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. And there is a big difference in walking in freedom and healing and wholeness and walking in bitterness, resentment, hopelessness, despair. John 10, 10, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So which path will you take? What choice will you make? Will you guard your heart from being hurt and from other people? Or will you guard your heart to be sure that you're walking in forgiveness, that you remove greed, wickedness, deceit, immorality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness, unforgiveness, hopelessness. Which path will you take? It really is a simple choice. And I encourage you on this trip, this journey through, through life with God, that you choose the path that Jesus laid out for you. If you profess that he is your Lord and Savior, then grab on to the promises and grab on to the truth of what he died to give you, which is an abundant life. There is nothing more effective for the enemy than an ineffective, unhealed, undelivered Christian. He doesn't care if you go to church every Sunday. What bothers the enemy is you actually living out your freedom. So again, I just encourage you on this journey with God on this um, to make the trip. You know what? Make the trip amazing. Walk in your freedom. Guard your heart. Many of you listening, your roots are showing. It's okay. My roots are showing too. And I'm going to take the time to say, hey, God, what is it that you're revealing to me about me? Walk in that freedom. Let me pray for you. Father God, I just thank you for your Holy Spirit, who is our counselor, the best counselor. And your word says that when we ask you for wisdom, you'll give it to us freely. Lord, I ask for wisdom and discernment. I ask us for a deep revelation of what it means to guard our heart the way you want us to guard our heart. That we would guard our hearts with love and forgiveness, mercy and compassion. That that is actually walking in a powerful strength, not a weakness. Holy Spirit, I ask right now that you would bring to mind to myself and the listeners today, if there's anyone in their lives that they need to forgive. Forgiveness does not mean what happened to you is okay. It's not. But the same enemy who prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone devour, to devour, that same enemy that tempted that person to hurt you is the same enemy who is trapping you and trying to get you to stay in a posture of unforgiveness. 
so that bitterness and resentment can seep into your heart and then eventually people around you will see your roots. So I pray, Lord, that you would just bring about the names of people that each of us need to forgive so that we can walk in your freedom. I pray for anyone who is hopeless and I come against that in Jesus' name and I release hope and I release peace and I release the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. And I thank you, Lord, that you know the number of hairs on our head, whether our roots are showing or not. Whether we have a full head of hair or we have no hair, you know, you know, you know us because you knew us before we were knit in our mother's womb. We matter to you. And I thank you for that. Father, we are eager for what you're doing in this season. Some of us are really struggling. And I just pray for that peace that surpasses all understanding. Father God, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would comfort our listeners exactly how they need to be comforted. Give them a sign that you see them, that they matter to you. Show them who you are. This situation, we're all dealing with the same situation, but it's affecting each and every one of us differently. But you are such a good, loving, compassionate father. You will meet each one of us where we are at. So I ask, Father, I'm praying a bold prayer. I'm standing boldly in the at the throne of grace, and I'm asking you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to touch every single person listening and give them a tangible sign today that they matter to you, that they matter. And I pray that they would just see what you're doing. I pray that their eyes would be open to see what you're doing, that their ears would be open to hear what you have to say and that their hearts would be ready and prepared to receive what you want to do in them and through them. That they would guard their hearts to allow you to move in them and through them. Right now in the name of Jesus, amen. I hope you had a fun trip with me today. I'm really excited to see what God has to say to you and all the things that he would like to do in you and through you. Um, again, I would just love for you to check out my devotional, How to Wait Well, 30 Ways to Experience God, because how you handle any situation in your life is in direct relation to who you believe God really is. And if you're struggling in an area in your life right now, God wants you to know that he is the one and the only one who can truly fully meet that need. All you have to do is give them an opportunity. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. You can find any resources mentioned in my podcast by going to lisasheaministries.com. Click on podcast and look for the show notes where we'll have links for resources to help you continue on this trip called life. 